I'm Lauren Klaus Schneider with Class Notes for Broadway Radio. I'm here with Guy Masterson, director of The Shark is Broken at the John Golden Theater. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to be here. It's 1974, and the filming of Jaws is delayed again. The lead actors, theater veteran Robert Shaw, young Hollywood hotshots Richard Dreyfus and Roy Scheider, are crammed into a too small boat for too long of a time. Alcohol flows, egos collide, and tempers flare on this voyage that might just lead to cinematic magic if it doesn't sink them all first. How did you initiate this daunting task about three beloved actors and about the making of a beloved film? I can't admit to uh, initiating it because uh, I'd been friends with um, Ian Shaw, Robert Shaw's son, uh, for some 20 odd years at that point. Um, and we had discussed at, at certain points of, of, of our friendship, um, you know, being related to famous alcoholic film stars. My, my uncle, as, as I mentioned to you, was Richard Burton. And his father, of course, was Robert Shaw. And both were of that uh, British hard-drinking, hard-playing, sort of Celtic, uh, uh, roaring boy uh, background um, and had reputations as such. Um, And I had already directed a play about my uncle, which put some of my own personal demons to bed. And eventually, I think it was about 20 years, 21 years later, Ian said to me, I've got an idea, what do you think of this? And he proceeded to tell me about the three men in the boat idea. And I asked him, would that boat happen to be the orca? And he said, as a matter of fact, it is. Mm. And I said, you happen to be playing your father? And he said, as a matter of fact, I might. And Mm. I said, so you're asking me to do what? And he said, I thought you might direct it. I sort of had a silent cheer inside because it was an immediate, it it immediately struck me as as a great idea, an interesting idea, powerful idea, with him playing his father, and um, and when he gave me the outline of the story, I thought this is this is terrific the- theatrical fare, and would be very very popular. Indeed, it's such a, a a great way that artists collaborate and come together using their own life experience to um, move an, an idea forward. So the play is co-written by Ian Shaw and Joseph Nixon, and with. Ian's father being Robert Shaw, star of Jaws. How did the writing collaboration function? Well, I wasn't there to watch the collaboration, but I know that Ian and Joseph have worked together uh, a lot uh, in various um, forms. I mean, Joseph is a a comedy vignette writer, uh, largely. He's written several uh, plays. Um, And Ian is an established West End actor, working with the National Theatre. And I just think that Ian had never written a play before, so he, you know, he he tapped up his, uh, one of his close friends who Mm -hmm. had, and they got together. And they came up with this structure, and they called me and thought, you know, asked me for my opinion, and I thought, yes, this can be moulded into a play, and Mm -hmm. off we And off you went. So in the rehearsal room, Ian Shaw is there with you. Mm. And he's co-writer, co-star, son of Robert. Mm. It's a lot of hats for one person to have in that room. How did you manage that in the director-actor relationship with him? Well, Ian's a very respectful actor. Uh, He's also very cerebral, very intellectual. He 
he understands theatre from from the from, from the very basics and uh, um, and I knew that the subject matter was very sensitive and I knew that I'd have to be very sensitive with him. Uh, I, as I said to you, I'd had the experience of directing a play about my uncle with all mm. the sensitivity involved in that and particularly around the, the, the subject of alcoholism. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I promised him that I would be very, very careful uh, of how I approached that and I wouldn't, ask him to go further than he felt comfortable going. Mm. Um, there were incidents on the boat, on the orca, which were alcohol fueled, which I'm sure that Robert Shaw, if he was sober looking back, wouldn't be particularly proud of. But they do make for great drama and comedy um, when in the right context. And I, and I said, these have to be handled very delicately. And, uh, and, and, and so that's exactly what I did. You know, I drew out, if you like, the drama and the comedy as best I could. Um, and the result is what's on Broadway. Yes, which is just such extraordinary work and so clearly managed and handled with that level of sensitivity, bringing us in at a, you know, to a point that lets us really be exposed without being alienated. Um the other actors, um, Alex Brightman and Colin Donnell, playing a mm. young Dreyfus and a young Roy Scheider, round out your really spectacular New York cast. How did you create such a strong ensemble between these three actors? Well, I think first and foremost, Colin and Alex are superb actors. Uh, and they knew immediately when they were reading the script that this was something that they wanted to do and they felt that they could do it really well they met Ian in the audition process and immediately clicked with him mm-hmm. I could see the chemistry immediately when 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 they were reading together that was a big part of the process mm-hmm. and um and I knew that it would be uh I, as soon as I put them together I, I we put them together I knew that we had something special now they're both super intelligent very sensitive uh, human beings as well as actors and they think very much on their feet they're right on the front Front, front of the foot. They're always thinking very quickly, and uh, they respond immediately to whatever quirk or uh, moment is popped up. And we did a lot of improvisational work around this. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I say, this couldn't have been done without without the cast that we had. Uh, you know, we did a lot of reworking of the script uh, to suit them, and also to suit the the further investigation that we did for Broadway. We mm. went so far in the West End and we went even further on Broadway. Oh, that's so interesting. So between the West End and Broadway, not only do you have some different actors, you also, of mm. course, have a different audience. How did your approach to the work change with the New York company? Well, uh, you know, we can't always get American actors in in Britain to suit the roles that we want to play. And we were very lucky, of course, when we came to Broadway, we knew we would be working with American actors and American sensibilities and that there would be a difference um, in in, in the way was the way the play was going to be delivered and also in the way it was going to be received. And uh, it was very interesting working with them in the rehearsal room to hear their take on the language, the words that were being used, 
the Britishisms, which we needed to excise, if you like, uh, and, and replace them with Americanisms. And uh, we needed to make it more colloquial, really. And I, and I think we managed that. As I said, they contributed a huge amount to, 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 to making this play palatable for the American audience, not only in, in, in terms of the humour, because I do believe the American humour is, 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 is slightly different. It's almost impossible to tell how, but I think you're very much on the cusp of... Uh, of, of, of it's, a, it's a dark... Uh, very cynical sense of humor. I think the New York uh, sense of humor, and I and I think the play leans into that quite quite well. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly, the boys uh, um, gave us the 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 in to that humor. The audiences seem to respond very strongly. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Mm, let's veer a little bit towards you as a as a multi-hyphenate in our theater world, you're an actor, a writer, a director, producer. What attracts you to the task that you decide to take on at any given time? Well, I, I never intended to be a producer uh, or a director. Um, I always wanted to write and act. And ultimately, I wanted to write, sorry, act in, 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 in movies. I wanted to follow my uncle, if you like. Um, and... As things happen, you know, you're out of work for a while and you want to take matters into your own hands. So uh, I did a one a one person play and uh, absolutely fell in love with the form. And in order to produce a one person play, you become a producer. You know, mm-hmm. you, you learn those skills. And then when I was touring those pieces around the world, uh, I bumped into like minded performers and they would ask me, you know, how would I bring my piece to Edinburgh? And I'd say, well, look. It's hard, almost too difficult to explain, so I'll help you. Mm-hmm. And I became a dental presenter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would come across a piece which I really wanted to get my teeth into, already cast with an actor. And I'd say, well, look, I can't act it. Perhaps I can direct it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I became an accidental director. Mm-hmm. Um, as I say, you know, it, it, I always give 100% to each one of the hats I'm wearing. Um, and And I do give... I'm very focused on the, on the one task that I'm doing at the time. So I've learned how to compartmentalize quite well. Uh, and sometimes I wear four hats, my God, a, a producer, director, writer, and actor. I've done all four in one at one time. So you, you do learn how to multitask and compartmentalize. Mm-hmm. I, I, I much prefer what I just did on Broadway, which is just being hired to be the director. Even though I'm the original producer of it. <laughs> yeah, presenter. <laughs> Your great uncle, of course, Richard Burton. And you graduated from Cardiff University with honors in biochemistry and chemistry. So yes. how and why did you become a theater guy? Well, it's a natural progression, I think. Uh, of once course. You, <laughs> once you've got a degree in biochemistry, the next step is to step on stage. No, I... <laughs> I have to say that I wasn't comfortable studying the sciences. I came from a very artistic and musical family, uh, and Richard Burton being just one of those. But um, my grandmother won the National Estevod in Wales, and my mother was a, a jazz singer. My aunt was an opera singer. Uh, her husband was head of opera for the BBC. My father was a, a concert violinist, studied at Juilliard and played at, uh, uh, played at the Carnegie Hall. So we all we were all musical and uh so it was an anomaly for me to go to university and study science. But such was it. 
And as soon as I could, I stopped. Uh, <laughs> Uncle Richard persuaded me to finish my degree, which well, I wasn't going to do. But in the meantime, in that particular time of my life, I was 19, uh, I drove Richard Burton to Switzerland in a Mini Cooper, and I got to know him very well. And uh, he inadvertently inspired me uh, with the poetry of Dylan Thomas and Shakespeare. Mm. And uh, I emerged kind of feeling, wouldn't it be nice to have a go at becoming an actor? Mm. But it wasn't until he died in 1984 that I plucked up the courage to audition for uh, an acting class at UCLA. And they, even then I had to ask my cousin Kate, a Broadway actress, Kate Burton, for permission. I, mm. I had to say, how would you feel if I became an actor? And of course she said, oh, darling, honey, of course you can become an actor. I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> so I did. I, I, I did. That was in 1985. And I haven't stopped since. Well, I'm, I, no doubt it's science's loss, but it's the theater world's gain. And God, <laughs> thank you so much for your time with us today. My pleasure. My pleasure. I'm Lauren Klaus Schneider with Class Notes for Broadway Radio. I'm here with Guy Masterson, director of The Shark is Broken at the Golden Theater. Thank you. Thank you.